Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Health Hustle. I'm your host, Corey Hibben, and on this episode, we dive a layer deeper into my previous episode with Alex Morrell of Twin Cities Wellness Collective. It was a pretty unique episode if you didn't listen to it, so definitely go back and check it out. It was actually a back-and-forth interview, and we sort of interviewed each other, so it was a lot of fun. In this episode, we get into the three types of rest and how you can implement those into your own life, how to build a human-centric business and the questions you should be asking yourself, and lastly, how entrepreneurship is actually part of your wellness plan. If you haven't already, do us a huge favor and please subscribe and write us a review. This show is about helping health and fitness professionals to build a business that fits your lifestyle by giving us a review. It helps other people find the show and join us on that journey. Also, if you're looking for more tips about designing your website and marketing your health business, sign up for my 3-Tip Tuesday newsletter at coreyhigh.com. Without further ado, mm, let's go. Believe it or not, all you type A people is that finding time to take rest can actually do wonders for your productivity. And so one of the things that Alex and I got into is how finding time to take more rest and scheduling that in your routine can actually have really positive impacts on getting more done in your regular day-to-day life. And he gives the example of how he gets out on a paddleboard with a fishing pole and just spends time sitting out on the lake and trying to catch fish and enjoying just being in that present moment. Um, on his paddleboard and I thought that was a really interesting example of how he found something that's both active and it allows him to be more in the present moment and I can totally relate to this idea in that I do something that's called the white rabbit retreats and where first one we did was in Montana the second one we did was in northern Minnesota and Duluth another one we did was actually out in Washington state and then the next one is actually going to be in the Smoky Mountains but what it is it's an opportunity for a group of people to come together and completely disconnect and some of the guys that actually come on this trip actually don't even bring their phone they don't bring any digital devices because they really want that complete disconnect and something that i want to hit home on this idea is that i believe that there's three types of rest there's active rest there's functional rest and then there's true rest and so active rest is more of the planning prospecting researching that's how i spend my mornings i would say for the most part is that i sit down with my planner or even in the evenings where i sit down with my planner and my schedule and i figure out how i'm going to spend my time and my energy really active rest is that time that allows your rest of your day to flow a little bit more nicely when you are really in the deep trenches of working on projects, talking with clients or working on your SOPs or whatever the case might be. The second type of rest is what's called functional rest. And this is where you're exercising, you're doing hobbies, you're reading, you're meditating. Believe it or not, I believe that meditating is uh, more of a functional type of rest because it does take quite a bit of focus and energy actually to meditate, I would say for the most part. It is recharging, but it definitely takes a little bit more energy to stay in that present moment. Um, And this is a wonderful, wonderful form of rest in my opinion and probably one of my favorites because um, I would say that I've actually switched my routine. I used to work out in the mornings, but I've actually switched it to exercising in the middle of the day because of that functional rest component to it where it kind of, I feel like getting in a good sweat, getting the heart rate up kind of clears my mind a little bit and it allows new ideas to kind of float and bubble up. Um, because once you're kind of getting into the workday, sometimes things get a little bit overwhelming and you just have a cluster of ideas. And so squeezing in a workout or some sort of active activity in the middle of the day, or even just going on a walk is another form of functional rest. Um, that's a really, really good way to kind of get the mind freed up of all the activity that's going on up there and to allow the brain to rest a little bit and to get more again in the present moment. And then the third type of rest is what I call true rest. And this is the complete disconnect. This is what I was talking about before, about the white rabbit retreats that I run and this is often called as like a digital detox where you don't bring a phone, 
I'm sure you've heard the idea of Bill Gates does what he calls quote unquote think weeks, where basically he takes time to completely disconnect from technology, go out in the woods into a cabin and just be alone with his thoughts and to allow himself to really think and recharge. And if anyone's ever done something like that, whether it's a meditation retreat or whatever the form is where you completely disconnect, I don't think anybody would argue that they come back to that more charged and more ready to take on the day. And so really the take home point here is that find regular times to schedule all three of those types of rest into your into your day, into your week, into your month and into your year. And so one way that this could look is that is that you spend your mornings and evenings in more of an active rest type mode where you don't pick up your phone, you sit down with your planner or your journal or your calendar and you figure out kind of what your day is going to look like. And then you go to step two, your functional rest is like, okay, where am I going to exercise? Where am I going to read? Where am I going to meditate? How can I fit those into my day to help me stay a little bit more productive? And then the final one is have at least, at the very, very, very least, take at least one trip a year where you completely disconnect. And that could be alone. That could be with a group. That could be with community. That could be some sort of event that you sign up for. But find some ways to 100% completely disconnect. And I promise you, you, you will come back way more charged up to dive back into to your business and add more value to your clients and your customers. The second big idea that Alex and I get into is building a human-centric business. And I love this idea because I think it's something that he's really focused his time and energy around is building the Twin Cities Wellness Collective back in Minnesota. And it's been his focus and putting his energy towards adding as much value to that community as possible. And I can 100% relate to this with obviously the focus of this show and my own business of being focused around health and fitness professionals. As somebody who used to be one, um, I know those challenges and I know those struggles. And so I, I have a lot of focus and energy around building my business around those people specifically and I think it's important to keep that in mind when you are figuring out who you want to serve in your own businesses stay human centric stay around the people that you really want to serve not necessarily just the products or the services but really who are the people and what are their problems and focus it around them and I think there's three things that you need to consider it's who are you serving why have you chosen to serve them and what do you want to ultimately help them with? So for example, who are you serving? For me, obviously it's health and fitness professionals. And I'm assuming that's probably you if you're listening to the show. The second one is why have you chosen to serve them? Well, for me personally, it's because I used to be one and I know those challenges and I know how hard it can be sometimes, especially with patients and insurance and switching over to cash-based and all the challenges of figuring out your own business because all of, obviously none of our training really taught us how to do that. Um, most people who get into healthcare, uh, unless you're Kyrie, there's probably really no business training that happened for you. And so figuring that out is super challenging. And that's why I enjoy helping other people figure that out. And then the third part of that is what do you want to help them with? And for me, I, I know those challenges of going from where you have a large corporation or a company that's providing you patients or um, clients and figuring out how to get those is a massive challenge for anyone who decides to go out on their own is that is always the biggest fear is, well, can I support myself? Can I maintain the lifestyle I want to live? And so it's been my mission and my goal to serve those people and to help them get clients and to help them get patients so that they can have a sustainable business and ultimately live the lifestyle that they want to live. The third and final idea I wanted to touch on is entrepreneurial wellness. And so Alex gets into how building a business that actually contributes is part of our wellness program. And I've never thought about that until he actually brought it up in that previous episode. If you haven't listened to it, I recommend going back and listening to it because it is a kind of a back and forth conversation between Alex and I where we're interviewing each other and it was a lot of fun. But I've never really thought about how it's actually part of your wellness program. Whenever I think of wellness or health, I obviously think of exercising and eating healthy and 
relationships and spirituality, but I never really thought about how actually having a business, especially a human-centric business around serving others is part of your wellness because there is for sure a level of fulfillment that comes from doing hard things, especially for the people that you actually care about. And that's the cool thing about living in today's world is that you can really focus your time and energy around the people that you really ultimately want to serve versus having to work for some large conglomerate and serving people that you maybe don't have as much love or passion for. Um, That's the cool, unique place that we are in this world. And I can 100% relate to that of the people that I'm actually serving now. I just have so much love and care and I genuinely want them to win and succeed. And it's much more fulfilling day-to-day work and practice doing the type of work that I am now today. And actually a conversation I literally just had yesterday and stay tuned for this episode. It actually comes out next week and I'm super excited about it. I don't want to drop any names yet, but basically it's somebody that's very successful. He's sold multiple seven-figure businesses. Um, he's a he's also in the health and wellness space and he has a lot of knowledge bombs that he's going to drop for you guys tomorrow or not, excuse me, not tomorrow, next week. But I, with all the success that he had, the very first question I actually asked him was, why do you keep going? Like, what is it about this work? He, he doesn't need the money, married, kids, amazing house. He's, he's got it all, right? On, on a paper anyways, he's, he's checked all the boxes. And he basically gave me the answer of fulfillment is that he enjoys it. Is that what else would he do? Would he just sit on a beach? He's like, no, I would, I would be bored out of my mind if I was just sitting on a beach. And so I think to go back to that original point about entrepreneurial wellness is that there is a certain level of just joy and fulfillment and fun crazy as that sounds, of building something and creating something and adding value to a specific community. And I think that there's a few other benefits I wanted to touch on. Not that I need to give you other reasons to go out and do your own thing, because I think that you're obviously the type of person, if you're listening to the show, that already wants to. But here's a few things that maybe just kind of can spark that joy into you as to why you've decided to do your own thing. Number one, you get to control your own destiny. You get to figure out what direction you want to go. It's both scary and exhilarating and fun and exciting exciting and all these mixed emotions, but ultimately you're in charge of where this plane's going and it's on you and it's a lot of fun. Second one is you get to define or figure out what work-life balance means for you as opposed to being um, scheduled on a specific calendar in this planner of someone else's timeline. It's now in your own favor to be able to figure out this is when I want to work out. This is when I want to journal. This is when I want to meditate. This is when I want to spend time with my friends. And this is when I want to work and hustle and grind. And you have control over that. Another one is you get to choose the people that you work with. This one is by far um, my favorite, both from the people you work beside and the people you get to serve. That is without question the biggest reason that I actually decided to do my own thing is that the people that I ultimately wanted to see and spend time with every day are now my clients and I love that and that is no question a huge benefit of doing your own thing. Another one is that you both have the risk and you also reap the rewards. So yes, it is all on you to figure it out, but the feeling of fulfillment that you get from when you do add value to somebody or you see some sort of client success or you are seeing people getting better and healthier, that is far more rewarding when you know that it's all on you. Um, Another one is challenging yourself. I feel like anyone who decides to go and do their own things obviously loves the challenge. You probably came from sports. Um, You probably read a lot of personal development stuff. You probably have challenged yourself in cold plunges. You probably do all this stuff. And so this is just another 
um, check on the box of saying, yes, I get to challenge myself. And I would say the biggest one by far is that you get to give back to your community. And, and so to go back to that original point about entrepreneurial wellness, if you can take that to the level of, yes, I'm building something that also sustains me, but also supports my community, I don't think there's anything more fulfilling than that. And there you have it, my friends. Before you go, I just want to say thank you for listening to the show, and I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you're looking for more advice on how to market your health business or need help with your website, you can find all my information at coreyhigh.com. Thanks again, and keep hustling, my friends.